If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the best stool test that you can run for your child. So there's a lot of different stool tests out there that you can get. They basically fall into two categories. So you have your traditional culture-based stool tests where the, the lab, they grow or culture the organisms for several days and then they inspect them and then they might have some automated tests that run and then we have the the newer PCR or or DNA stool analysis so PCR is the technology they that that they use to identify the organisms via their DNA so there's a test called the GI map from diagnostic solutions laboratory they're in the USA they have uh, so the GI map is what is known as a qPCR test, so it's quantitative. So the, what this means is that they they scan the stool sample for the organisms, but they can also count or quantify how much of the material there is. So you can get an idea of how much that organism, it, it, how much of it is in the stool. So you can get a you know. A, you don't just see whether or not it's detected, but how much of it is in there, which is very important because there's a lot of things that can be detected in the stool, but if it's only when there's a certain quantity of them that they become a problem for the, the organism or the human. So the GI map, it, it's a very comprehensive test. Now, because it's DNA-based, it's, it has a very high accuracy and very high specific specificity. So with traditional tests, it's easy to miss certain things if you're using just you know like if, if it's a, a, a lab technician with a microscope you can miss certain organisms for example parasites have a life cycle and they're in certain forms can be in like an egg form but they, that they're harder to identify and so on so the gi map it tests for all kinds of pathogens bacterial pathogens or for example things like c difficile as i mentioned in the episode on the organic acids test this is a very common infection in autism. Then there's standard ones like E. coli, salmonella, things like that. 
They also scan for parasitic pathogens, so Giardia, another very common uh, parasitic uh, pathogen, Cryptosporidium, things like that, a couple of viral pathogens. Then they, they also scan the normal intestinal flora, so the things like the Bifidobacterium, Lactobacillus species. So these are the beneficial bacteria that we need to have a certain number of those. So when you run this test on your child, you can see not just whether harmful organisms are, are there, but you can also see what the state is of the beneficial bacteria. So if they are low, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good indication. You need to start working more probiotics into the, the diet or into the supplementation regime and things like that. Then the GI map also tests for opportunistic bacteria. So these are bacteria that we normally have in the gut and they're not a problem if everything is fine otherwise. So the immune system is, is, is in good shape. The microbiota or the, the intestinal bacteria population is in a good balance. You know, the beneficial bacteria are high and the pathogens are kept at bay. So these opportunistic bacteria can also be kept in check by, by our um, microbiota or, or intestinal bacteria. So the GI map tests for these and whether they, they're overgrown and there's there certain potential autoimmune triggers. So certain bacteria like Citrobacter, Klebsiella, Prevotella, when allowed to overgrow, to overgrow they can actually become auto triggers for autoimmunity so knowing what's going on in your child's gut is super important because you can do something about it another area that the gi map tests for is fun fungi fungi and yeast so candida things like that then there's a whole section on parasites and these are in two categories so you have your protozoa so things like Blastocystis hominis, this is a common one. I've actually had that one myself before, not, not fun to have. And then there's certain worms. So knowing if your child has parasites is very important in order to help them improve their health. Now, another thing I really like about the GI map, that's why I think it's probably one of the best, if not the best tests to run, is they have several markers for intestinal health. So they have a couple of intestinal uh, or digestion markers, a couple of uh, markers for inflammation, for immune response, and so on and so forth. So when when you consider the the price tag compared to the data that you get, this is definitely one of the recommended tests that I would recommend most kids run if possible. Now, you may wonder why would I recommend running the organic acids test and a stool test? So it's a good question. The organic acids test test for specific organisms such as candida and clostridia and these are actually they're more difficult to detect in stool tests now on the other hand stool tests test for specific protozoa worms and parasites and actual specific bacteria that the organic acids test does not test for specifically so when you run both of the tests you get a good overall picture so when one test can miss one type of organism, the other one kind of complements it. So this is why I would recommend running both. If you cannot afford or your insurance doesn't cover running both, my recommendation at the start would be to run the organic acids test first, 
see if candida and clostridia are a problem for your child. Do something about them with your practitioner. And then after several months, you can then run a stool test or whenever you can afford it or whenever you can get it through your doctor or through your insurance. So this, this is the way I would go about it. If you can afford both at the start, it's definitely a good idea to run both because, like I said, if your child has a problem with parasites, you won't know by just running the organic acids test. And the protocol for parasites and worms and the different bacteria and yeast, it does change slightly. So knowing exactly what pathogens are a problem for your child is super important when it comes to informing the pathogen eradication protocol. So this is why I would recommend, if possible, run both. If not, start with the organic acids test and then whenever you can run a stool test to see if any anything else remains after you've done the you know the initial protocol to address whatever has been found on the organic acids test. So that's a quick primer on one of the best, if not again, if not the best stool test on the market, the GI map. I hope you found this useful and I'll see you on the next episode.